Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The GOAT, premiering on Freebie and Prime Video on May 9th. This guy, uh, Phil, my boss, took me around uh, on a tour, showed me what my job was going to be. And he's like, at the end of every shift for our appreciation, you can take home a hot dog or you can take home a little cup of ice cream. He's like, trust me, in two weeks, you're going to be sick of ice cream. And I gave him that devilish grin like, you have (laughs) no idea. Like, wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Try again, buddy. And I didn't take a little small cup. I took a big cup. Buenos dias, hello, bonjour, konnichiwa, aloha, shishi, shalom, salam, guten tag, yes, another episode of the Fanatics podcast is here, hi, I'm David Magadoff, and with me, as always, my much better half is... Claire Kramer, hello everyone, and hello David, hi. Hi Claire, Uh, konnichiwa, Uh, we have a very lovely guest today, don't we? Yes. Oh my gosh. He's amazing. It's Nick Apostolidis. And you guys, I'm sure if there are Resident Evil fans out there, you guys know him. He plays Leon in the 2019 version of Resident Evil 2. He's incredible in that role. He's done a bunch of other stuff, but you know, it's really all about Resident Evil. And he is a good friend of mine. And he's an amazing visual artist as well as mocap actor and actor and voiceover artist. So he's like a renaissance man. That's I what saw I'm his Instagram. is beautiful. He's like a fine art guy. And then he and went he to took, culinary school. This guy is a talented, he is. talented he's, man. He's one of those guys that's like, oh, you you mentioned like, you know, fencing. Oh, I happen to be like an Olympic fencer, you know, or like he's just so good at, at whatever he puts his mind to. But he's just a really interesting, fun guy. And been so nice to my kids, by the way. Like, sent them drawings. Got my two. Both my boys love to draw. Actually, my girls do That's too. That's brownie and points. If you're nice to Claire's kids, you, right? You, like that trading is a videos with them. Seat and in like, heaven. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a really cool guy. Um, we met working in Texas this year. Crazy enough, and it was really fun. You know, when you're working on location, as you know, David, you get to know people on a whole different level so just really great guy fun to spend time with and super talented and this podcast is as delicious as ice cream because ice cream is the topic everyone enjoy nick what is it about ice cream that you love so much what what makes you a fanatic about ice cream well i i think Growing up, everyone has their one thing. As a kid, they they love that one thing. Uh, for some people, it's like pizza, burgers. For me, it was always ice cream. I was born with a sugar tooth that would 
kill a small elephant. Uh, I know that it's a problem of mine. <laughs> and ice cream was just it. I'm, I'm also a texture guy. I love the cold creaminess of it. I love the fact that you can put crunchy things into it so it's smooth and creamy. And I, I don't know. It's just uh, all my life. It's just been my my mistress. Well, we're definitely going to talk about the texture because that people textures big with people like, yeah. you know, I mean, but what when is the first time you actually remember like eating ice cream and being like, dude, this is my jam. This is it. Oh, that's hard to say. I mean, I was probably like two or three years old at that point, but it was just always what I wanted as a kid. A- anytime the ice cream man would drive by the street, you know, you hear the music from a couple blocks away, I would run out and my heart would beat and everything. And uh, as a kid, what, I was, where was this that you were at? Like what what neighborhood? Peabody, Massachusetts. It's a little tiny town bordering Salem, Massachusetts, which more people are probably um, familiar with. And what did you get? What was that thing you got from the truck? Because I totally had those from the memories. yummy man. That's what we called him. The yummy man. And really anything. I mean, we went from uh, I love like the malt cups, the bozo cups, uh, a bozo cup had Bozo the Clown on the outside. It had like three different flavors. I love those. And you eat it with a little wooden spoon, um, mm. ice cream sandwiches. And then they had, uh, of course, like the um, like the Ninja Turtle Pops. It was just like- oh, I love that Ninja thing. Turtle Pop. Remember? Like with Raphael the and you eat the eyeballs. Are, the eyeballs are gumballs that like that's, kind of are half melted. <laughs> that's what started it all. And that wasn't the best ice cream in the world, but as a kid, it was everything. It was available and it came with like the sound of music, you know? Yeah, we'd be swimming in the pool, you hear the music, you run outside, you beg your grandma for a buck. It's like, it's just special. So who now is doing ice cream like the right way? I mean, in LA, we have Salt and Straw, which is, you know, of course, this amazing place. I remember when Cold Stone Creamery, they were the first to like kind of put it on a marble board and mess with it. Who's doing it right? What is the best place where Nick goes for his love, for his mistress, as you said? Hands, hands down, there's two places that stick out to me. And I've, trust, trust me, I've had them all. McConnell's. If you have not had McConnell's ice cream, oh, oh my God, is this a G-rated show? You can, you, yeah, fuck away. What do you got to, what do you got to say? <laughs> Holy shit. McConnell's will blow your pants off, okay? It is one of the more expensive ice creams on the market that you can buy in the supermarket. And they also have their headquarters in Santa Barbara. And they have, I think, three locations in the LA County area. It's more expensive, but it's worth every single penny, guys. It is all natural ingredients. There's like seven ingredients in their ice cream versus like, you know, a list of 30 chemicals and whatever. Anyways, McConnell's does it right. They have a lot of cool flavors, kind of like salt and straw. They have like Earl Grey and Biscuit. Ooh. I've never heard of that before. It's fantastic. Mm. Uh, their Eureka Lemon Berry uh, mm. is amazing. You can judge an ice cream by the vanilla. Uh, this is like the creamiest, densest ice cream you will find. Their vanilla bean is amazing. And if you put, if you crush up double stuff Oreos into it and mix mm. it up and refreeze it, I swear to God, it's the best cookies and cream you'll ever have in your life. And if I'm wrong, I'll pay you hundred bucks. I can't wait to try that. So you, so you literally let it melt a little bit, then just you a little bit, mm-hmm. crunch up the Oreos, put it in a giant then... mixing bowl, just you know, in a pint. On sale, you can find it for like seven bucks at like Ralph's or Gelson's. Regularly, it's about ten bucks a pint. So Nick, mm. no, it is ten bucks a pint. I bought it for a friend the other day, and and I said to him, Get I handed sale. it to him, and I said, you better I've love it. I've never even heard of it. I, You've never, never heard of McConnell's, brand. Claire? You're crazy. No. I'm from Ohio where we had, what did we have? Bluebell, I think, is the ice Bluebell. cream 
there. Next time you go, yeah. now you're going to, because you live in LA, Claire, you're going to see McConnell's everywhere now. It's, it's like it's, we just told you about a blue Jetta. It's like you bought a blue Jetta and you're going to see a blue Jetta mm-hmm. everywhere. You, I promise just you're going to see it. around everywhere. And you're, you're going to love it. So the fact, Nick, that you started crushing up Oreos makes me excited because you like to make flavors, right? You actually like to experiment a little bit. Yes, absolutely. And I, I do judge. I mean, if you have a lot of brands and you try, per se, their, their cookies and cream, it's never made with Oreos. It's, it's always, it tastes good, but it's a little off in my opinion. And so I like to put real ingredients into the ice cream. And I got introduced to that as an, as an early kid, uh, my second job ever. I'll talk about that later. Anyways. So what I want to do instead of artificial flavors, like for instance, I want to take McConnell's vanilla and I want to take uh, pistachios, put them in a food processor, get them really fine, make almost like a puree out of them by adding a little cream and a little extra sugar and then you just kind of fold that green puree, pistachio puree, into a beautiful vanilla base, refreeze that, and it. Come on now. Oh, you, you hear what I'm saying? Is, it's like the real shit. Is vanilla like the like bread of ice cream, and you make the sandwich based on like what you want to put between the bread? It depends. I had that question when I worked at this uh, place in New England, a really famous place when I was 15. I was an ice cream scooper. Great job, by the way. I, Me too. I come from a lineage of ice cream scoopers. Yes. <laughs> I, I love you more every day. So anyways, the, the, the boss guy, he told me back when I was still a just a wide-eyed ice cream lover, he, he explained to me that vanilla is much like a, it's like a flavor emulsifier. Whatever you put it with, it just intensifies everything else and it brings the flavors out. And that's why I like to make ice creams in different flavors with the vanilla. The pistachio is a, is a good example with nice natural ingredients. I also get like a, like a really nice maple syrup. I'll throw that into vanilla, crumble up some graham crackers, refreeze that again. That's a delicious flavor. I haven't coined that uh, that that flavor yet, but I'll I'll do that soon. Do you name flavors after like the people who inspire you? Are you like Ben and Jerry's like with like you know? Well, that 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 um, maple syrup one I was just telling you about. I, mm-hmm. I kind of want to call that the rusty Nick. Ooh, <laughs> the color maybe. I I don't know. I haven't thought about I- it. I love that. It's delicious. Yeah, Nick, I, I don't even know where to begin because I'm thrilled. When you were a 15-year-old kid and you were scooping, what were some stories yeah. you have? Do you have any stories of like someone asked for something weird or you would give people extra, like your friends little scoops on the side or you would take something home or you became really fat? Like what, what was that like as a 15-year-old scooper? Well, that always happened, of course. Uh, I was young and dumb. But I would say... I went into that place. It was only my second job. I wasn't very professional back then, but I went in with a bit of arrogance because I knew that that is like, that's my job. You know, the, the ice cream guy, because I knew everything about ice cream. Uh, this place was famous called Richardson's. They ship ice cream all over new England and uh, they have their own cows. They pasteurize their own milk. They make their own ingredients. It's amazing. Very fresh, very organic. And on any given day, they have like 70 flavors on tap. Their warehouse is giant and and they make so for instance, if they have like uh, a key lime pie, like a seasonal flavor, they literally bake key lime pies and they crush it all wow. up and throw it into vanilla ice cream. And they were doing that back in what, like the late 90s. So I, before I had ever heard of Cold Stone, Richardson's was doing that for Snickers. They would just take Snickers bars, cut them up throw them up in these big churning machines and everything. And that's where I got that, like, yes, uh, the real, real ingredients. ingredient. 
Exactly. They would like take like chocolate covered strawberries, smash them all up, throw it in vanilla. It's, it just works. And um, so when I, the, my first day there, this guy, uh, Phil, my boss took me around uh, on a tour, showed me what my job was going to be. And he's like, at the end of every shift for our appreciation, you can take home a hot dog or you can take home a little cup of ice cream. He's like, trust me in two weeks, you're going to be sick of ice cream. And I gave him that devilish grin. Like you have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> like wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Try again, buddy. And I didn't take a little small cup. I took a big cup. So when you create nowadays, Nick versus old days, Nick, um, (laughs) (laughs) when you create an ice cream, you know, like you're sitting around and you're like inspired. What is it that inspires you? Like what what is it like a sense of smell? Is it like you're eating and you're like, oh, this would be amazing in this. Yeah, what's the inspiration? What you just said. I've always been uh, I like to do what has not been done. Uh, I don't like to be a copycat. And flavors like my my taste buds have matured we'll say back in the day i just wanted sugar 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 you know throw that candy bar in there it'd be great now it's like how about some more interesting flavors you go to restaurants you get inspired all these weird combos that uh like italian restaurants do like how about like a fresh fig and mascarpone vanilla ice cream mm-hmm. it's it's a more mature flavor right back me up yeah I, it sounds delicious well, what's fun is you're not what's been fun hearing you talk is like i i you're making me appreciate vanilla in a beautiful way that i haven't but what's mm-hmm. great is you haven't been like i'm a strawberry guy i'm a chocolate guy i'm a vanilla guy it just sounds like you really just you are very uh all inclusive to all ice cream flavors because most people have like you know their lane and you are just very much like oh i just like it all it's oh, beautiful I, I, I don't discriminate one bit. <laughs> when I worked at Richardson's, like I said, they had many, many flavors. Flavors you'd never find anywhere else, especially in the supermarkets back in like the late 90s before ice cream got really experimental. But my favorite flavors back then were like Mississippi Mud. That was a coffee base. Uh, cherry Vanilla with bourbon cherries. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Death by Chocolate had four kinds of chocolate in it. Green Monster, which was like getting into the mint chip. I love mint ice cream. I love mint ice cream. That's when my it's favorite. Done right, it's delicious. And sometimes it tastes like toothpaste. Yeah, but I still love it. Reese's M&M and cookie dough, pumpkin pie, key lime pie. Like, no, I do not discriminate. If it's good, it's good. Beautiful, Nick. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. So have you ever named an ice cream after someone you've been in a relationship with? Have you ever created a flavor and been like, this is for you, my Or love? who's interviewed you on a podcast, or can we make that happen? <laughs> you can make that happen all you want. Um, no, I don't, I don't think I've named uh, an ice cream. You know, the, the pistachio one I'm actually very excited about, and that'll be the first one I, I'm going to dabble in, like probably in the new year. I'll, maybe I'll name that maybe after you, Claire. 
Oh, <laughs> I am flattered. I love pistachios and I'm a little nutty, so it's kind of perfect. Um, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> but, you know, I can see like maybe that's the marker for like your forever relationship is when you're inspired to name the flavor after the person, right? Might be it. Yeah. Could and that'll be. definitely be at the wedding too. 100%. Right. <laughs> and I'll make it myself. Are there like people that you will go explore ice creams with? Like, is this a solo project, a life adventure? Or do you make, do you like making ice cream for your family, for girlfriends, for like? Oh, yes. No, definitely. I, I like to share. And it's any anyone, friends, family, girlfriends, or whatever. I, I'm an advocate of ice cream. I am an ambassador. And the, I talk about McConnell so passionately. People think I work for them. They're like, you got a stake in the company? I'm like, No. I just want you to try it. I want you to experience this. Like some people tell me like, oh, have you ever had like, you know, hood ice cream is pretty good. I'm like, no, hood ice cream is no good. I grew up on it. You know, I appreciate it for what it is. But when you have like higher quality ice creams, it takes you to a whole different level. And I want people to experience that. So yes, I make actually, you know, the cookies and cream I told you about with McConnell's. This might get me in trouble. I call it Nikki's and cream. Oh, <laughs> I know it sounds kind of weird. You but don't sell it. It's good. Yeah, well, it, if you have it one bite and your mind will be changed, you might think I'm just like, uh, just I might lose my here, wife to you if that happens. But yeah, it's really that good. Yeah. Trust do you me. do you ever add this is a culinary question and then I want to get sure. into like how often you actually eat ice cream. <laughs> but do you ever add vanilla extract into the vanilla Ooh. ice cream? I could take shots of vanilla extract that and almond extract. Tastes mm-hmm. like that cherry flavor. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Like, yeah, there's a sweet tooth coming out. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I, I would totally, I would add vanilla extract to a lot of things, not just ice cream. Nick, do you have like sense memory experiences then with certain things? Like when you like eat a certain flavor of ice cream, because you're just loving on it so much, I would, I'm, I'm wanting to ask this, like, will you remember something from like fifth grade or a person who was associated with chunky monkey? Like, do you have that kind of relationship yeah. with ice cream? A few particular things, dairy queen, uh, with the, with the hard chocolate yeah. shell or the strawberry, the, the red yep. cherry shell on that. Remember the soft mm-hmm. serve that anytime, the magic I, shell. I, yes. Anytime I see that or have that, I will think of the days we spent on the boat with my father because there was a Dairy Queen. You could dock at this harbor and there was a Dairy Queen right there on the dock. And that's just summers as a kid. And yeah, so stuff like that for sure. That's great. I love that. Yeah. No, there was a DQ, as we called it, across (laughs) from where my mom taught uh, kindergarten. And so whenever we would go to work with her, we'd go to the DQ and get a shredded chicken sandwich and then an ice cream (laughs) with the magic shell afterwards. (laughs) It never melted. It never melts. It's crazy. You know what? You should bring the magic shell back in some capacity. I don't know how exactly. Claire. And maybe Nick, you might know this too. You're welcome. In LA, there's this place called Magpies, (laughs) which is in Silver Lake. And now they just opened one in Highland Park. And they make really good soft serve. And they really leaned into the magic shell again, which essentially is just coconut oil. Is it what really, guys? The magic shell is such coconut the most oil? amazing thing. You would think it would have ten million ingredients. It's essentially just coconut oil because when coconut, you know how when you use coconut oil to bake, and then it's sitting yeah. in cold, and, and it, if it's cold, it gets very thick and hard really quick. Hmm. So when you pour essentially coconut oil on like a piece of ice, it'll just you know get hard. That's all no magic idea. shell is. It's just really. When I was a kid, I thought it was candle wax. <laughs> 
right? Yeah, this is damn I don't know. Good candle wax. All right, let's let's get down to it here. How often do you <laughs> how often do you eat ice cream versus how often do you make ice cream? And versus how often do you wish you could do both? <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, if someone was to pay me to do this stuff, I would do it every single day. And I go on uh I go on binges, right? So right now, the only reason I'm not eating it during this podcast is because I'm trying to trying to lose a little Thanksgiving weight to prep for Christmas. <laughs> there are times I eat like a pint, a pint and a half a night. When I was with my ex-girlfriend, I would um, I would go get ice cream and I would hate to share. So I would buy like four pints and I was like, here, pick whichever one you want. I'm going to eat mine. Do not touch mine. Don't ask for any. <laughs> like, I'll buy you your own separate one <laughs> because I would just wolf it down. <laughs> And I felt like a jerk because I didn't share. So I would buy her her own. Well, I mean, when you have a pint, it's rationed to your serving. You know what I mean? It is hard to share. A pint is like half my serving. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I could, I could, um, I'm with you, Nick. I could, go, I could down two pints if given, if, if given <laughs> no morals and no qualms about life or my health. Two pints well, is sitting is is nothing. I have a story. I have a story in Bulgaria. If you guys want to hear it, if you want to take I this do. in a different direction. I'll try to make this quick. I'll try to wrap this up. I don't want you to. I want to. I want. I want a long Bulgarian ice cream story from you. Here, here it is. Ah, uh, okay. Um, this will give you an idea of, of my limit, or lack of, better choice of words. Anyways, uh, we were in Bulgaria building last year, and I met this guy. He was like our liaison. He spoke great English. His name was Johannes. And he was a big guy, right? I'm I'm five eight, weigh 160 pounds, and this guy is uh, maybe six foot, maybe 280. He's a football player, right? And uh, so we we were, got really friendly. We we're talking about food and stuff. And a couple of days in, uh, we we discovered our share of love for ice cream. And I was like, oh yeah, and, and this is the flavor and that you got to try this and that. And we got excited. And then uh, it just started as like a little jest. And I said, I said, oh, I, I could eat way more ice cream than you. Trust me. And he goes, no. He's like, I. Trust me. He's like, look at the size of me. Look at the size of you, you little twerp. He's like, no, you'd never eat more than me. hundred bucks, you would never. And then he got serious. And I was like, <laughs> all right, if you, okay, Joanna, you want to put this to the test? Uh, yeah, we can do this. And we started joking. They got serious. I said, how about Friday night? Friday night, we'll have an ice cream eating contest when we're all done with the build and say, you know what? I'll even throw, I will buy you your ice cream. So you buy whatever you want. I'll pick it up and we'll sit there and whoever stops first loses. And he's like, yeah, you're totally on. You're totally on. And I kept shit talking uh, the next few days. And eventually, eventually, I think that I scared him off just with what I was saying to him because <laughs> I wanted him to understand size didn't matter. And I sat him down. I said, Johannes, let me tell you something. I said, I don't care how big you are. I said, in my life, there has never been a point in my life Never been a day where I stopped eating ice cream because I had to. I stopped because I thought I should. I said, I do not have a shut-off valve. Do you understand me? I said, you're going to lose on Friday night, and I will eat two gallons of ice cream if it takes me, <laughs> if it takes me to win. And, and he, you know, he kind of brushed off, and then lo and behold, the next morning, he came in with some kind on Friday morning, came in with an excuse. He had to help his wife with something and he dropped <laughs> out of the ice cream eating contest. And I scared him. You scared, you did, you, the, you used the, the mental, uh, tactics to to win that but i am curious totally. did you have you have you ever i mean we've all had maybe i shouldn't speak for all of us i've had an incident with growing up in my early 20s you know where you over 
indulge on a certain type of alcohol. And then it's like that type of alcohol, never again. Does that happen with ice cream in you? I wasn't lying to him, and I'm not lying to you. (laughs) I've never had a point where I stopped because physically I thought I had to stop. It was mentally, I was like, maybe I should stop. But Nick, is there a part of you now that's maybe a little upset that you scared him off so much? Because even though you technically want, you won, but did you really win? Because you didn't get to have a ton of ice cream that night. Oh, he won. I won. I, I won because okay. he understood what was going to happen. And you don't know he didn't have a ton of ice cream, David. That's true. <laughs> he probably true. did anyway. Well, so, well All right, What's a no-no when making ice cream? What's the wrong type of thing to do? The wrong flavor combination? It, does that even exist? Or is there a bad flavor out there? Like, have you ever just tried like a Ben and Jerry's flavor where you literally like threw it on the ground? We're like, no. <laughs> Those are usually pretty good. I, I would say there are just uh, there are bad brands. There, there are just some like personally, I'm not a fan of Briars because it, it tastes like they put a lot of like there's a lot of water into it. It's, it's very light and fluffy, fine, maybe less calories and stuff, but it's it's there's not much consistency to it. It tastes like there's ice chips in there versus a McConnell's, which is probably twice as dense for the same amount. Maybe that's why it's so expensive. I think they pump air into Briars. <laughs> Just does it opinion. matter where the milk comes from? Mm-hmm. I think it does. Using using real ingredients, um, the types of sugar you use, for sure. Some brands taste fake. They taste chemically. Yeah, they're sugary. They're great. But when you go side by side and go spoonful for spoonful, um, you see the difference. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, so when I'm creating, like let's say I were to create an ice cream flavor, hypothetically, mm-hmm. I'm I'm someone who works from like, ooh, a title, and then I go in from the title. That inspires me. Do you work from like the outside in or do you work from the inside out? I, I look at flavors in my life that I, I enjoy and I say to myself, how can I make this flavor not too overpowering, but mix this into ice cream form? Like another one I was toying with was uh, like a red Twizzler. Not mm-hmm. not vines, but like an, a good old Twizzler. It tastes a little bit chemically as I get older, but if I can puree that and make it taste a little bit more natural and then fold it into vanilla ice cream, I would do that. And the name for me would come last for sure. Well, that that would you would have to, I think, make somehow a shake out of it and make the Twizzler not only in the ice cream, but the straw, like, you know, how remember you could yeah. like 
hollow out the Twizzlers and then suck yeah. <laughs> There's got to be ways for everything. I've had uh, garlic ice cream. I've had lobster ice cream. And it's, I mean, lobster ice cream is not as gross as it sounds. It's just like cold bisque. If you That's have yeah. lobster bisque gross. and you enjoy that. Just going to be real. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Right? Well, where where, where in Boston lobster. did you get that, Nick? <laughs> I got that in Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> I've had garlic ice cream at the uh, Gilroy, Gilroy, Yeah, California. that makes sense. Like That's garlic, the capital of garlic. Garlic yeah. festival. Yeah, garlic festival every year. It's not as bad as you think. You smell for like three days after that. But <laughs> What about like a Twinkie? Like a childhood, you know, a Twinkie, nothing says Claire Claire growing up like a hostess Twinkie. <laughs> can you can you put that into an ice cream for me? You you can put anything in it. I'll do it for you, Claire. If, like, uh, <laughs> we'll hang out. We'll have an ice cream party with your kids. And uh, I will I will take all my inventions and see which ones you like. What is the joy like when you get the combination? Like when you got Nikki's and cream correct. Mm-hmm. You got the 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 correct, you know, fold in, the correct size of the Oreos, the correct ration of ice cream to Oreo crumbles. What is that feeling inside of you? It's it's joy because I know that I'll, I'll share this with a lot of people and all the feedback comes in the same and it's it blows minds. You, you can't beat it. There's no better cookies and cream on the market. And But it, I can't take all credit for it because I haven't invented Oreos and I didn't invent McConnell's. I just put them together. But you, so you get a great joy in, in seeing people happy from your ice cream. Like of course. That, that's like a major part of why you make it. That's great. Of course. I like, I like people to share my passion. So my friends, <laughs> one of my good friends, her husband is a chef, an amazing chef, by the way. But like sometimes I'll be over at her house and he'll be like, try this. And it'll be like, you know, something really bizarre, like just that you're like, no, why did you do that? That doesn't taste good. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I experiment quite a bit, but I have a culinary degree and all that means I'm not the best cook in the world, but I know my way around the kitchen and I understand what flavors generally go with what flavors. I know this is an ice cream podcast, but I've invented salmon pancakes. Mm. Well, because salmon and uh, maple syrup. Maple syrup. They go together. People don't think so. But if you try it, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I see that. And, you know, cedar cedar plank, maple glazed salmon. You see that in fancy restaurants. So I was like, well, syrup also goes good on pancakes. So one day I just um, I, I cooked salmon. I flaked it up. I put it into pancake batter, threw a little dill in there, made a pancake, smothered it in syrup. And it works. It really works. And people think I'm insane until they take a bite amazing no i mean i cook the way i cook salmon i learned from my friend's husband and it's basically searing it in like a like a panini grill Mm -hmm. and then putting using like uh a cornmeal so it's not like directly on the pan yeah yeah. and then putting it in the oven with maple syrup it works like it makes the most delicious salmon all right so going back to your childhood going back to 15 year old nick like is this was this a family obsession and that's why you got the job at the ice cream place? Or was this just kind of like a random, like, Oh wow. I, you know, here's an opening and I need to work. No, it wasn't a family obsession. Um, I just like ice cream more than anyone in my family. Um, I saw that job opening as a 15 year old. I mean, what better job could you have in the summer scooping ice cream at this crazy place with like a mini golf thing and like a batting cages. It was like a whole like date place, you know? So you know, there's a lot of girls to look at back then and stuff. So it was just a good job to have. And um, that's kind of it. I did that for a couple summers and then went on to like other things. All right. Frozen yogurt. Is that a real thing to you? 
I I appreciate what it's trying to do. <laughs> what is it trying to um, do? What would you say it's trying to do? <laughs> well, okay. In the vein of of where we're going here, they had they had a flavor at Richardson's. It was no fat, no sugar added vanilla. So it was for people who were really like watching calories and all that stuff. And you'd think like, oh, that sounds disgusting, like a cardboard version. It was actually broken down to like the most purest vanilla. It was very, very vanilla tasting because there was nothing else in it. Mm -hmm. So I appreciated that. Frozen yogurt kind of doing the same thing. You know, it's for people who want to watch certain things. And I've had some really good frozen yogurt flavors. Um, same thing with gelato. It's not exactly ice cream. It's made in a different way, but I appreciate it. They're, they all live in the same family. They're cousins. I could just see you mm-hmm. walking around Italy at all these gelato places and just going, Ugh, but none of you are ice cream. I mean, I'll be fine with the no. gelato, but like, where's no, the ice cream good. place? I've had some great gelato flavors in LA. Is gelato not, it doesn't have the cream base, right? I don't know. It's less air, right? Ice cream's fluffier, right? Well, it depends. I mean, uh, a pint of McConnell's weighs 25 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so it really depends. How about how about vegan flavors, Nick? Have you ever had a vegan flavor that you didn't kick out of the bedroom? I'm sure I have. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't remember any, but <laughs> I'm very open-minded. I, as much as I might sound like an ice cream snob, I will try anything. You could put a pint of anything in front of me. I'll eat it and I'll talk about it. I love that. I think that's the sign of someone who truly, truly loves like what, whether it's, you know, a film critic loving film. It's like you can always find something good in each little sampling. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, it's that mindset that an adult can learn from a child. Um, It's the same thing. You can, you can get inspiration from anywhere and, you know, a, a really crappy brand of ice cream might do something really well. And so you just, Take what you need from it and move on. Will you make ice cream for your family over the holidays? Nikki's and cream. Nikki's First and cream. First thing I'm doing. And I and I'm gonna I'm gonna make that pistachio and I'll take a picture, I'll send it to you. What about if you put I'm just feeling inspired <laughs> now <laughs> because of the holidays and like, you know, green and red. What if you put like candy cane chunks in the pistachio? Oh, for me that's sacrilege. I I oh, hate no. I hate candy cane in any kind of candy. I will I'll eat one alone. I hate it when it's mixed into like, you know, like the the chocolate bark and all that stuff with candy can't crunch. Yeah, too sugary? No. Uh, it just, it overpowers the flavor. It takes over of everything. Yeah. So I'd rather just lick one alone. <laughs> just stay, do your job, hang on the tree. Yeah, Look exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, but how about this, Claire? How about this? Okay. Bourbon cherries and pistachio. Now tell me. Ooh, that doesn't that sound sounds tantalizing. Delicious. Yes. But when when you fold in a cherry, do you do you have to especially like a bourbon cherry, do you keep it whole or do you dice it a little bit? Um I might cut them in halves or quarters, but I like I like chunks because remember the, the texture. I like contrasting textures. Yeah. The only reason I'm I'm uh uh, food processing the pistachios because I, I really want to make a puree that you fold in so right. it's like a fudge ripple but it would be a pistachio ripple what about uh, now not on the pistachio or this but what about like folding in like peanut butter right oh hell yeah yeah what kind of peanut butter because there's all different kinds personally i like uh i like chunky peanut butter mm-hmm. i mean good old skippy 
That's that's always good. <laughs> Skippy is good. It is good. It's sweet. It's it is now sweet. That I'm it's an not adult, the best for like, you, but it tastes like damn good. Super sweet peanut butter. You know, you um, get all the healthy natural stuff in the stores, but sometimes it's just like I just want Jif or Skippy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, on a scale of one to one hundred, how big of a fanatic are you about ice cream, Mister Nick? One to a hundred. Mm-hmm. Hundred and five. There's not one human <laughs> on the planet that could eat more than me in one sitting. I do believe. I. I mean, I'm not, not even contesting that. <laughs> I will go to the hospital before I lose a contest. Definitely no one in Bulgaria. That's for sure. Wait, have you ever been in an ice cream eating contest? No. No. Well, I I feel like it's my 2021 mission to find one for you. You find one. That's fine. <laughs> Nick, I will I'm go to the hospital. It. Nick, 30 years from now, <laughs> or maybe you win the lottery. Do you go into the you do you go into the ice cream business? Oh, I, I've already thought about this. Uh, something that would make me totally happy if I was like maybe 50 plus is I want to uh, build a custom uh, little barge. It's an ice cream parlor parlor on a barge that travels around the water and goes to boats, almost like a food truck on the water with ice cream. It's like cool back to your childhood, like the DQ experience, but everything you're putting, comes full circle, Claire. You're putting everything. DQ in the water. I mean, it's like tenant. I'm just like experiencing this inversion <laughs> moment with you. <laughs> I'm actually getting younger as we, we speak. I know the barge is going backwards and I, I but love what, it. What family with kids would not want to just dock up to the barge, the ice cream barge? Think about Nick's, that. Nick's, uh, yeah, I got to think of a good title. <laughs> I told you I'm a title person. I love it. I would totally, I mean, I grew up boating also on Lake Erie, so okay. a little bit different, but my whole, like, that is my summers. It's like living yeah. on the water. The there was a fun. TGI Fridays there. Mm-hmm. There was an amusement park, and that is like the, all of what we did. So, damn right. And I would have all kinds of weird flavors too, you know? I love it. Yeah. Like, Oh gosh, what can we, I, I gotta, the brainstorming has just begun because I'm so into this now. Claire like, just like sea urchin and salmon so ice cream, true. all these cool oceanic yeah, flavors. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Well, Nick, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to go get some ice cream now and I hope you do too. <laughs> I'm going to go taste McConnell's. Do yourself a favor. If you don't, if you're not going to make Nikki's and cream, which you should get Eureka lemon and Marion berry. It's the, it's one flavor combined. It's the best lemon you'll ever have in your life. Oh, you're I love lemon ice cream. <laughs> I think we have a lot of the same taste. Cause I love lemon. I love mint. Oh, just do it. Claire, and I just love do cookies it, please. And, and then I tell me how it is. Nikki's and cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks Nick. Thank you guys for having me. This was really, really fun. I'm so like pumped up right now. <laughs> Okay, so here's what I love about Nick. Because <laughs> obviously, David, you know, I, I get into these topics and conversations and I'm like, how about we put peppermint in with the pistachio? Immediately, he's like, no, no, that, that's not going to work for me. This man knows what he likes and he doesn't like about ice cream. And I like that about this man, Nick. Isn't it sexy when someone's just like has their integrity? I love a good no because he means he's saying yes to a million other things. He's not like no bad idea. He's like no because this idea over here is amazing and you're well, losing out. <laughs> and he universally doesn't like crushed candy canes in any form. So candy cane stay candy caning on the tree and not pretending to be a piece of, you know, deliciousness on top of some holiday bark don't be what you're not also claire i think you should continue to kind of 
haggle him, especially because he's such a nice guy and I feel like you're a nice person, so it's going to happen. But can you can you make have him make your ice cream so that you can have an official ice cream? And I want yes, to, we can all try it together and have a good ice cream party. <laughs> I'm not so, sure if pistachio is what I, re- I mean, but hey, I guess, you know, there's crazy, there's worse things that could be folded into that vanilla. <laughs> I mean, at least I'm pureed, the pistachios pureed. I like that he wants to puree it and make it like ribbon-esque. See? You know? I mean, he beautiful. just has such clear ideas, you beautiful. know? Well, okay, David, what would your ice cream, you had to be thinking like, what you would put in an ice cream during this podcast what would what would david's you know delight be it would be it would be all every kind of chocolate it would be like cookie crumble chocolate it would be a ribbon of chocolate it would be like you know those little fish in the ben and jerry's fish food those little uh, fish that are completely like dark chocolate fish like just a chocolate palooza maybe a little bit of peanut butter in there maybe a little bit of marshmallow nougat but i'm that deeply is, a chocolate lover a i'm not the, i'm not the everything nick that er, that nick is i am i'm very much in my chocolate lane so i that's a good ice cream for chocolate lovers i would not eat it because i am not a chocolate lover <laughs> but here's what i thought about like what fun would it be to do like a line of movie theater ice cream so like one has like you know lemon heads you know, and then oh, there's fun. like a popcorn version or like candy that that uh, you would typically associate with going to the movie theater. Like a movie you know? theater theme. So like maybe there would be like a popcorn and um, milk dud. That's that's like my combination that I like to do. I like to put a milk dud in my mouth and a piece of popcorn, buttery popcorn on the other side and chew at the same moment. So maybe that's like the flavor I want to invent. I think I just did it. That David, that's it. That's the flavor I want to invent. Claire, you are ice cream sommelier. I don't think I knew I mean, this until now. I don't think you knew this done. until now. I I didn't. I didn't know this <laughs> about I, myself. <laughs> and what I do know is that we're going to have a whole lot more, a bunch of podcasts for you guys to listen to. So thank you so much for listening to today's wonderful podcast about ice cream. And before you guys go, just dropping it in next week, we have an amazing guest, the master of illusionist, Rob Lake. Um, he was on America's Got Talent. He obviously, he's a magician and he's pretty freaking amazing. But he's going to talk about Disney parks and bonus. It's a Disney park I didn't even know existed. You're going to have to tune in next week to hear about this mysterious Disney park with Rob Lake. We'll see you guys then. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Colin Baker. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. Boy, that's a lot. I scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. But Nick screams the loudest. Are you tired of dating assholes? Do you want a Prince Charming? If so, we're filming a reality show. Sign up here. Twelve American women are flown over to the UK for a Bachelor-style reality dating show. There are so many questions about a show like this because it's so odd. These women have been told that they were going to be dating the world's most eligible bachelor, Prince Harry. What? 
Y'all playing with me, right? You can binge The Bachelor of Buckingham Palace exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.